This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, 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 everyone, and thank you for joining us on episode number 27 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. Today, we have Good Neighbor George Bragna with GB Electrical Services. George, thanks for coming on the show. Good morning. What a beautiful day in sunny South Florida. Oh, yes, it is. Indeed, it is. And and thank I want to thank everyone for tuning in and listening. Um, again, George, thank you for joining us. I'm excited to dive in and uh, get to know a little bit more about what you do here in our beautiful community. So can you tell us, if you could, um, a little bit about what you do at uh, GB Electrical Services? Yes, Jeremy. We're a full-service electrical contractor. We do everything electrical. Uh, a little bit more, we do service upgrades, um, repairs, and anything that we can do. Now, do you do, uh, I, I'd imagine, I know you live here in the community, you do a lot of work uh, in and around Cooper City, right? Uh, I prefer to stay local. There is so much work local here, um, although I do do, I do work tri-county area but i prefer to stay right here at home yeah for sure and yeah that, that, what you just said makes a lot of sense um you know there, there's so so many residents here in our community um and, and do, do you live in cooper city yes i live in cooper city uh, i've been living in cooper city now for maybe close to 20 years now oh, nice. um i i grew up right here and sunny south florida and i went to high school and actually after high school i moved to orlando for a couple years and that's where i became an electrician in orlando and then i came right back to cooper city nice now so you how'd you end up getting into uh becoming an electrician when you were up in Orlando? How did how'd you end up getting into the into the business? Well, um, my kindergarten best friend calls me and says, hey, uh, we need electricians up here and my boss is gonna pay for your school to become an electrician. And I'm like, yeah, I wanna go hang out with my best buddy. Uh, so that's when I went up to Orlando. Oh, sounds like a good deal, right? Yeah. That was uh, the start of my productive career. Can you tell us some common myths or misconceptions about your industry? Some common misconceptions. <laughs> yes, when you're installing a light switch, it isn't just cutting a hole in the wall and putting the light switch in and you're done. <laughs> no, it, it, it's a typical thing. You get the house. Somebody says they want to install a light switch, and you know they think you just cut the hole in the wall, put the switch in, and you're done. Well, I have news for everybody. It's a little bit more than that. Uh, sometimes I wish I had X-ray vision to see through walls and stuff, but the majority. The most of the work is inside the walls, up in the attic, stuff that you can't see. The only thing that you can see is the physical switch and the plate sticking out of the wall. 
it's funny. So that, that, yeah, that is. It's funny. I get that all the time. And they're like, you're not done? 15 minutes? You're not done? But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of used to it now. So you just got to take a little bit of time and explain to people what's going on. And they understand. Yeah, no, it's, it, I, I was going to say, it's funny that you, you were talking about changing light switches. I remember when I, uh, when I moved a few years ago, <clears throat> I was, uh, I was tinkering around and trying to change light switches. And I, I got somewhat proficient at changing like very basic switches. Um, but then I got to like a, I think it was a two-way or three-way switch. And it was way, way beyond my pay grade, man. I, I couldn't, I, I was looking up online and trying to, I just couldn't follow the, uh, the logic. I still couldn't get it working. So, uh, <laughs> I think I need your I think I need well, your services, George. <laughs> Real quickly for your listeners, the three-way switch. It's actually a two-way switch. I don't know why the okay. heck they call it three-way switch. Maybe because it has three wires, but ah. it's very, very, very simple when you understand the um, when you understand it. You have one that's the feed, and then you have two travelers, and then you have one that goes to the light. So the top two screws go to the top two screws and the bottom screw, one goes to power and one goes to the light. Boom. Just that easy. But uh, well, where I, it gets, I, where it gets a little difficult is when you get into the junction box and you start seeing all these red and black and white and bare wires and which goes to where, and then you take out the switch and you try to match it exactly like the same that you did before but now the new switch is configured differently than the old switch and you're like i put the wires back exactly where they went what's going on <laughs> it's uh pretty uh yeah I, I deal with that quite a bit the homeowner tries to change the switch and i have to come rescue them i guess i'm the rescue man yeah for sure and i, I swear george i try i thought i tried every single configuration of every wire and I couldn't get it to work. And I realized that the switch I was using was a one-way switch. It wasn't a multi or, or whatever they call it, um, a multi-pole switch. Um, so then I got, I got the correct switch and I still couldn't figure it out. So definitely going to need you to get, definitely gonna need you to swing over here at some point and, uh, and give me a lesson if you could. <laughs> well, you are right here in Cooper city. So yep, yep. that's right up my alley and I'll be happy to come by and take a look at it. Awesome. Awesome. Let's shift gears for a second, George. Tell our listeners, if you could, what you like to do for fun when you're not working. Well, I like to be out on the boat with my family. I have two kids. They're basically grown up by now. Uh, mm. One's married and one's going to be married pretty soon. Um, uh, love the family. And... What else? What else do I like to do? I like to be happy. That's what uh, George's happy world is. Be happy. Yeah. So you you go out. Um, you like to go out fishing on the boat, or you just where do you go? You go on the ocean. You go on the where do you where do you go out on the boat? Well, we were out at the sandbar this weekend with the whole family. I managed to get them out. And um, I do like to fish. Unfortunately, life gets in the way and we have to take care of priorities. And <laughs> priorities think, really. But as we grow up, <laughs> we have to uh, 
take care of what we have to take care of to take care of the family. Yeah, but yeah, indeed, I, I love the ocean. Do. I do love the ocean. Uh, I do like to fish. Uh, a week before last, we went out. Uh, the dolphin are coming in. We always used to say dolphin days of May. And the dolphin are coming in. And they should be coming in for a little bit longer. If so, anybody who's listening and they're dolphin fishing, the dolphin are in. Go get them. All right, I'll I'll keep that in mind. I never I, I don't I don't usually go out fishing too often, but uh, um, I'm going to keep that in mind if I if I head out on the open waters. Right, so, good, good. Look, look, looking back throughout your life, George, what what comes to mind when you think of uh, a, a life hardship or challenge, something that you faced somewhere along the way that was very, very difficult and challenging, uh, but now sitting sitting here today, you could look back on and, and say that you're better off for having gone through that experience? Hmm. You know, I've been thinking about this, and I'm pretty blessed that I really haven't had too many hard ships. Um, blessed in the fact that I had a good family and they raised me good. I went to Catholic high school, Chaminade. And for some, yeah, I can't honestly say that I had any serious hardships. Um, yeah, uh, as far as so I'm sitting here thinking, I'm trying to think of hardships, hardships, hardships. My greatest hardship in my electrical career is finding qualified personnel to help me. Mm. Now, I don't know if that quali qualifies as a hardship or what you were looking for, but that's there's no right. There's up. no right answer, George. <laughs> okay. Well then there you have I, it. I said, uh, I'm sorry. There's no, there's no right or wrong answer. I should say, right. It's whatever comes to mind. So you, you, you said finding, um, qualified, qualified, qualified yeah, sorry, uh, individuals to help with the business. So that's been a, that's been a difficulty, uh, throughout business is finding, you know, good people to come, you know, to come work with you. It has, uh, more recently mm -hmm. than 10 years ago. Yeah, for you sure. Know, there are people who are looking for work, but they, you know, they, they start out not knowing anything. And they think they know it all. And then shortly later, they find out how much they really don't know. And I have to deal with it. So I actually have uh, two guys working with me now. One guy's been with me for 12 years. Oh, um, that's nice. Still working with me. And the other guy's been working with me for three years. And I got both of these guys on a wing and a prayer. This is a funny little story. or a, It's a good story, Jeremy. Um, right, let's hear it. I had this one customer. She kept calling me, asking me to fix her plug and fix her plug. And this is 12, 13 years ago. So I was very, very, very busy because I'm a hands-on guy. I actually get out there in the field. I don't sit in the office. So I'm busy working. This lady calls me up. She says, oh, I need help fixing my plug. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll get there, you know, when I can. She calls me the next week. And she says, oh, I need help. And I'm like, all right, I'll go help. 
So I went over there and helped. I looked at her plug and I fixed it. And she says, oh, my son is looking for a job. Can you help him? And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> uh oh, here we go again. <laughs> so, so anyways, uh, I met him. And the following day, he came to work with me. And he's still working with me today, 12 years later. Now, the, the story continues a little bit better. Um, this, this other guy working with me, three years now, same identical thing happened with a couple little twists. I had a friend who asked me to do some work there. And he says, hey, my friend's friend has a son who needs some work. Can you help him? <laughs> and I'm like, I guess I can go meet the guy. So I went to meet the guy and he's working with me next day and still working with me. So that's how I be, get all my employees. Oh, look at that. No. So, I mean, you, you really do have to just keep an open mind um, and, and really not form judgments too early about about people in any in any encounter right you know you get a referral from somebody and you you know at first glance you're like oh like i said here we go again this is not uh, this is probably not going to end well and then sure enough 12 years later same guys with you so isn't it funny how that works out it is it is life is very funny it is it is but good indeed indeed so George, uh, tell our listeners uh, how they could learn more about GB Electrical Services if they're looking for um, uh, some some help with electrical work. If they uh, they'd like to speak with you to learn a little bit more, how could they reach you? Okay, well, GB Electrical Services has been a member of the Better Business Bureau now for I want to say maybe even fifteen, a little bit more, seventeen years now. Oh wow! I do have okay. a plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. And I work hard to keep it that way. It's not easy to stay in touch, to communicate and everything. Uh, I'm also on Google. Of course, everybody is on Google these days. Um, the number at GB Electrical Service right to my personal cell phone is 954-394-6670. And I have an email, which is bgbelectric at bellsouth.net. And I do my best to reply right away. I know uh, communication is key. My wife actually taught me that. <laughs> <laughs> communication, communication. But as far as business goes, uh, communication has to be there. Um, I will always call the night before the job to confirm everything. Of course, things change on the customer side also. Um, so I have to stay on top of that. And I look forward to doing some more work in Cooper City. Excellent. All right. And for our listeners, we will link in the description below to all of George's contact details. George, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We appreciate you coming on the show and sharing with us a little bit about what you do in our great community. So thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking with you, Jeremy. And remember, it's always a beautiful day in sunny South Florida. Indeed it is. And to all our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. And we will see you on the next episode of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Everyone have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business, 
to be featured on the show, go to GNPCooperCity.com. That's GNPCooperCity.com or call 954-231-3170.